Good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Ted Line. Lord, we love you this morning. We give you glory. We give you the honor. We give you all praises due your name. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice, be glad in it. Headline, I want to bring your attention to Deuteronomy 28 in the King James Version. I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but I'm going to bring your attention to the, to, uh, the first 15 verses and then a few other verses after that. <clears throat> and it came to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shalt be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee on holy 
and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways, and all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And toward her young one that cometh, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. (laughs) And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord, thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. And the next verses go on to talk about the curses of not hearkening to the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, all these blessings that were itemized in the first 14 verses, these promises by God, they're the If thou wilt, he will blessings that are itemized, that that are written for our seeing and our hearing. They were commanded by God, and they were promised by God. They're they're good. You can take these words to the bank. They're good. For those who have faith and do not doubt, God will bless those who hearken, listen, to his words and to his promises, to his commands. But in the regards of those who doubt, <laughs> excuse me, Satan, the Lord Jesus, rebuke you. Go! <laughs> Satan, you are a liar. Devil, you are a liar. Go! <laughs> But what the Lord is showing us this morning, and we've, we've heard before on the headline um, at least two beautiful messages uh, about uh, being damned if you doubt, and uh, if you will, he will. Both are, are great messages, very powerful, and, and um, uh, will, will bless you if you, if you listen. Uh, God will bless you uh, through that word of God. And I'm not building on that, but what the Lord is saying this morning, I believe, is to cut out the doubt, to dispel the doubt, to remove the doubt. And listening to the Lord, as we see here in, in Deuteronomy 28, it's, you know, through, through his servant Moses, telling the people, 
I'm laying before you blessing and cursing. I'm laying before you one way and another way. And if you will listen to me, if you will hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, these blessings and more will I command, will I give to you. I will make them happen for you. But also there's the warning that if you do not listen to the voice of the, of, of the Lord your God, that there are curses that will come upon you as well. Further down in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 66, <clears throat> I want you to, what it says about those who do not hearken unto the voice of their, of their Lord. In verse 66 says, And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shalt have none assurance of thy life. Now that warning, like all the blessings, are all true today. See, if you hearken to, if you listen to God's voice, he will bless you. He will bless you if you listen to him, if you follow him, if you faithfully obey and walk after his, his voice as, as his own Holy Spirit guides us and leads us. He will bless. He will keep us. He will not fail us. In Matthew 21, 18 through 23, I read from the King James Version. Now, in the morning... As he, Jesus, returned into the city, he hungered. <clears throat> and when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon, but leaves only. And said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. And when his disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith, and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. If you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God, he says you'll be blessed. But if you will hearken not unto the voice of the Lord your God, these cursings will follow you. And Jesus is telling his disciples, look, <clears throat> you see this and you marvel, but if you have faith, if you have faith and doubt not, He's saying to them, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only will this thing be done, but you can do this and do that. Jesus himself told his disciples, if they have faith, but leave out the doubt, that they too could do as Jesus did. Jesus told them plainly that if they have faith, but doubt not, they could say these things and they could do these things and they would come to pass. And Jesus explicitly taught them to cut out, remove, and put away doubt. Just have faith. Speaking the word. 
that the miracle could do, be done unto them. But they had to understand that it's faith without the doubt. They have to understand to cut out, to remove doubt from their mind, from their midst, from their presence, from their speech, from the, their company, from their actions, from their walk. Away from them, they have to cut out, remove doubt. Then they could receive what they ask for. Then they could receive what they pray for. Then they can receive what they're working after and went, and went after. First Timothy 2.8 says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. See, when you're lifting up holy hands and when you go to God in prayer, there's no place for wrath and doubting. There's no place for doubt. It's not welcome. It's not supposed to be included. It's not part of faith. It's not part of our fellowship of prayer with, with our Heavenly Father. And when we go into intercession, doubt should not be a part of the equation. First John 2.19 1 John 2.19 says, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. I found it curious. I've read this scripture before, but I found it stuck out to me this time when, when I saw it said, They would no doubt have continued with us. If it hadn't been for the inclusion of that word doubt, they may have continued with them. But doubt got involved somewhere, and it was manifest that they were not of them. Romans 14.23 says, And he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith, is sin. Pretty clear division there. There's a there's a line between doubt and faith. And when doubt is in the picture, it brings down, it lowers, it hinders, it blocks. Jesus said to have faith and do not doubt. What fellowship does faith have with doubt? None. Does darkness and light Walk in unity? No. Do truth and lies agree with each other? Or do they walk together? No. There's no fellowship between truth, light, and faith with lies and darkness and doubt. They are in opposition. They're not equal, but they're in opposition. They, doubt cannot abide with faith. Doubt cannot work with faith. It does not support faith. Darkness cannot agree with the light. When the light shows up, the darkness yields and flees. So have faith in God without the doubting. Without the doubting. Luke 11.20 says, But if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. No doubt. No doubt. The kingdom of God is here, and doubt is nowhere to be found. 
When Daniel was among the slaves captured by the Babylonians, he, just like the three Hebrew children and, and many others, were taken captive. They were taken as, as uh, trophies of war, as, as prisoners of war, as servants into a foreign kingdom. But in that kingdom, we read in the book of Daniel that they were faithful. They lived in the kingdom, but they served their God. They lived among the idols and the idolatrous people of the land, but they worshipped their God. And he became known, Daniel, among the people because of his faith in God. Because God moved in Daniel's life. God provided for Daniel. And God's favor was on Daniel. Daniel had a relationship with his God. And out of that, Daniel had a reputation in the new kingdom that he was living in. In Daniel 5, I'm going to read the entire chapter of Daniel 5. Belshazzar, king, made a great feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, whilst he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem. And the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed, and his thoughts trembled him, so that the joints of his loins were loosed, and his knees smote one against another. The king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read this writing and show me the interpretation thereof shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then came in all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was the king, then was King Belshazzar greatly troubled and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were astonished. Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, and let thy, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man in the, thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods, and in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences 
and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel he called be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then was Daniel brought in before the king, and the king spake and said unto Daniel, Art thou that Daniel, which art of the children of the captivity of Judah, whom the king, my father, brought out of Jewry? I have heard of thee, that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men and the astrologers have been brought in before me, that they should read this writing and make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But they could not show the interpretation of the thing. And I have heard of thee, that thou canst make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now if thou canst read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck, and shalt be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let thy gifts be to thyself, and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king, and make known to him the interpretation. O thou king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom, and majesty, and glory, and honor. And for the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him, whom he would he slew, and whom he would have kept alive, and whom he would he set up, and whom he would he put down. But when his heart was lifted up, and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. And he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like the heart, like the beasts, and his dwelling was with the wild asses. They fed him with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men, and that he appointed over it whomsoever he will. And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this, but hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven, and they have brought the vessels of his house before thee, and thou and thy lords, thy wives and thy concubines, have drunk wine in them. And thou hast praised the gods of silver and of gold and of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know, and the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. Then was the part of the hand sent from him, and this writing was written. And this is the writing that was written, Mini, Mini, Tekel, Ufarsin. This is the interpretation of the thing. Mini, God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. Perez, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. In that night was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain. And Darius, the Mede, the Median, took the kingdom, being about threescore and two years old. 
Now, you'll notice that Daniel's reputation here at this point, he was an older man at this point and is already serving the second king. And you'll see that his reputation was that how God had established him among the people and in the country and in the king's house so much that he was uh, he was promoted to being in charge of all of the wise men of the kingdom, including the magicians, the soothsayers. And you'll see that God kept him amongst bad company. He kept him, provided for him, gave him favor, gave him covering. He had Daniel's back. And Daniel had a reputation. And for that, he was brought to task at a time when God was judging this king of Babylon. And the reputation that went before him was that he, his, 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 his God was in him. But you'll notice that it said that he was a dissolver of doubts. He was known as a dissolver of doubts. Now, this word dissolver, in the Aramaic, it's sheree. It means to free up, to free, to separate. Figuratively, it means to unravel, to commence, like an, like unloading a beast, to dissolve, to loose. And the word doubt is kitar in the Aramaic. That means it's like a knot, as in tied up. Figuratively, it's like a riddle. Doubt. And another word used to describe guitar is joint. And the spelling of doubts is like putting the doubts to pasture, to dispel them, to put them to rest, to retire them, likened to untying a knot, like to reveal a mystery, dispelling of doubts. You'll see the king's reaction when he sees the hand writing on the wall as his knees begin to wobble. Joints start to start to to, to 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 get all crazy on him. In Jesus' time when he talked to his disciples, he said, If you'll have faith and not doubt, not doubt, dispel the doubt. If there is doubt, dispel the doubt. Put it away. In Jesus' name this morning, we come into agreement with your word, God, with your word. And these times need faith. These times need faith in Jesus Christ. Your words tell us to have faith and to not doubt. And we come into agreement with your word this morning, God. We come into agreement with your word when it says to remove all doubt. And we agree with your word this morning that says that when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Yes, Lord. We dissolve all doubts this morning by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we dissolve doubts. And by the washing of the blood, we apply the sprinkling of the blood of the Lamb. And I bind and I rebuke all doubt, all fear, all unbelief. Go! all fear and apprehension, all hesitation, go, get out, get out. Doubt, you have to go. You have to go. Go. Go, doubt. 
Go, unbelief. Go. Go. Get out. All residue left behind by doubt. Get out. Get out. Get up and go. Get out and go. All that residue will wash in the blood of the Lamb. Washed away by the blood of the Lamb. All knots that doubt has caused and bound up in our minds and our hearts. Be loose now. Be loose right now by God's own Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, go, doubt. Go. Take your residue. Take your knots. Go. 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 You have to go. All weights, pressures, lies put in place, all weapons of doubting spirits, you're loosed. Get out and go. Get out and go. Loose your hold. Loose your hold. Get out and go in Jesus' name. Right now, go. We take on the yoke and the burden of Jesus Christ, as in Matthew 11.30. We ask you, Father, Lord God, seal us up in your Holy Spirit. Fill us up, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. Fill us, Lord. Fill us. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, Lord. Edify us. Strengthen our our faith in you, Lord, and our knowledge of the word and our dependency on you, God. Strengthen us in you, Lord, by your Holy Ghost. Strengthen us, Lord. Strengthen us, Lord. Build us up in our most holy faith, Lord God. Yes, Lord, by you, Jesus, by you, by you. Your word says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Lord, show us to walk in you. Show us to walk in you, Lord. By your word, not to waver, not to be double-minded, not to be driven and tossed by the seas and the winds, Lord God, to be strong in you in our faith. For your word says we are your workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Lord, that's my prayer this morning that you cause us to walk upright in you. Strong and firm on your word, Lord God. Strong in our faith for you, Lord Jesus. Strong in our belief and our trust in you, God. In your Holy Spirit alone. Thank you, Lord. 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 Ted Line, I thank you for being with me this morning. God is good and he's working. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing, and we got to be under the flow. We have to be in step and in agreement with him as he's doing what he's doing in this, in this world, in this time right now, because it's important to do his will. It's important to know what pleases God, and we must have faith without that doubt. Remove all doubt. Dissolve all doubt. And as the word says, hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. Remove the doubt. Get out the doubt. Amen. Hearken to his voice and remove the doubt. 
in Jesus' name. Thank you, Ted Line. God bless you. We will see you tomorrow in Jesus' name.